Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Whether you're a seasoned traveler or a newbie, there are ways in which we can all do our part to make the planet a better place while getting to experience its beauty and culture. Welcome, neighbors, to Hometown Earth, the podcast that brings a down-to-earth approach to all of your sustainability questions. I'm your host, Lena Sanford, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here, we believe that everyone can change the world. Do you believe? I'm a Midwest gal with big dreams to discover what it takes to reduce my impact on this beautiful place we call Hometown Earth. Join me every Tuesday as we navigate what actions we can take, big or small, to make a positive impact in your life and the lives of your neighbors on Hometown Earth. Hello, neighbors. Traveling is one of my favorite things to do. But the more time I spend on this planet, the more I realize how important it is to be a sustainable traveler, to tread lightly and support the places I travel to in the best way I can. Not only can it help preserve natural resources and improve human health, as we discussed last week, but it can also make your travel experiences more enjoyable. Sustainable travel is on the rise, so if you're thinking about booking that next trip, consider what it means to be sustainable from when you leave your home to when you return and how you can engage with your destination in a way that makes it better for everyone involved. Eco-friendly travel is somewhat of an umbrella that fits concepts like ecotourism, sustainable travel, green tourism, nature tourism, mindful travel, and so many others underneath. I'm going to use them a little bit interchangeably in this episode, but overall, these terms all share the idea that when we travel, we should not only incorporate environmentally friendly practices similar to what we do in our daily lives, but create better places to live for the communities at our destination, as well as create positive experiences for tourists who come from other areas of the world. It's about preserving these communities' culture, history, and nature for future generations while giving people who come from near and far a chance to enjoy these things too. It's all too often that tourist destinations have people who just work for companies and try to sell products or services without having any ties to the local community. They just want a piece of the pie to take home instead of sharing with people at the party. Locals should be involved in the process and be tourism stakeholders in their communities. Some common strains that arise from travel not respecting the local communities can include over-tourism, which puts a strain on the society and resources in a community when too many tourists are there at once, causing higher prices for local residents and reduced quality of life. There's aggressive development or rapid construction without considering resources, urban planning, or environmental degradation. Pollution that can come from excess waste or irresponsible waste, and the inability of local infrastructure to support it, 
as well as the noise and visual pollution when parking areas, hotels, service areas, and more have to be put into place to support the tourism infrastructure. Resource scarcity, where the needs of tourists are put before that of the local community's essential needs for food, water, and electricity. So take, for instance, water use. In many tourist areas, we see hotels, golf courses, pools, and more put into place for tourists, which results in overuse and potential scarcity of fresh water for the community that lives there. Biodiversity loss. A big piece of this is not respecting the local natural environment. Take, for instance, the signs that say, please don't feed the birds or any other creature you want to insert there. There's a reason for that. Even just trampling on natural spaces can cause loss of organic matter, loss of ground cover, and accelerated erosion, which changes the landscape and how wildlife interacts with it, not to mention the domino effect to so many other parts of our environment. And there's also cultural loss. Loss of culture can occur when native languages aren't honored, the culture is appropriated or commodified, and cultural sites aren't respected. One example that comes to mind is the culmination of these strains in Hawaii. Euronews reported that Hawaii has experienced in the last few years hospitality worker shortages, congested roads, and 90-minute waiting times for restaurants, along with tourists touching endangered Hawaiian monk seals and hiking on forbidden trails. Locals experience water shortages and are fined for non-essential water-related activities like washing their cars to meet the water demands of tourism. Many locals have been displaced due to new construction and gentrification, and culture has been lost through colonized narratives and whitewashing of the area. That's a really oversimplified example, but there are a lot of examples that are similar and more complex that can be found across the world. So how can you become a mindful, sustainable traveler? First, you can follow the Leave No Trace principles we discussed in episode 36. Leave No Trace applies to how we interact with natural spaces and wildlife sustainably, I'll link that in the show notes, linked in the episode description, if you want to take a listen again. The most important of these principles, though, is to plan ahead and prepare, which, if done well, can prevent issues down the line and reduce your impact. In the greater context, we can plan and prepare to be mindful, sustainable travelers all around. Before you decide on a location, research your potential destinations, language, cultural norms, any issues that are happening there, and water and resource conditions before booking anything. Knowing how things work there will save time and money while keeping locals employed rather than relying on tourism dollars, which may not benefit the local community. Usually, you can find the best times to travel to a certain location that can help you reduce over-tourism. And remember to visit places that need support, not those struggling because of tourism, just because you feel like you have to go there. When planning, you can also choose accommodations with a green rating, 
meaning they have a low environmental impact and adopt energy and resource conservation measures. It's becoming increasingly popular to find places with certified ratings for energy, water, and waste efficiency with a simple Google search. You can find organizations for activities and tours that promote responsible, sustainable tourism. These groups seek to promote responsible, ethical tourism in their local communities by abiding by specific standards regarding what they do and how they do it, contributing positively to the local environment and people's well-being. The Global Sustainable Tourism Council says that certified sustainable tour companies and certified sustainable hotels proudly display information regarding their certificate and the certification body that issued it. So look for these certifications and do the research. Asking questions about the business's practice will also help raise awareness of consumer demand for sustainable options. Going right on down the line, you can travel with a small footprint. Traveling light with your baggage will reduce your carbon footprint. And then you can rent what you need from the locals. This also includes thinking of what you're packing, including bringing a reusable water bottle, packing for minimal waste, ensuring your sunscreen is reef safe and more. Again, if you do your planning well, you should have what you need, nothing more, nothing less. And in my personal experience of traveling, that is so incredibly freeing. Along the same vein, traveling in smaller groups is another great way to reduce your environmental impact and travel with a smaller footprint. Smaller groups enable you to make less of an impact on the places you visit and can be more fun and affordable. To reduce the carbon footprint of your travels, you should use mass transportation whenever possible. That means taking the bus or train instead of driving your car, using car sharing services, renting a bike, or walking short distances. The option that will save you the most money and energy is public transport. If there's a bus stop nearby, then that's probably going to be your best bet and will give you a better look at the area from a local's perspective. And as controversial as it is, carbon offsetting is a way to compensate for the carbon emissions you create on your travels. There are many types of carbon offsets and some are more effective than others. Carbon offsets can be purchased at any time and cover a specific period of time, like 10 years or for specific activities like your flight or the car ride there. It's essential to choose an offset provider that has been approved by an independent third party, such as Climate Trust or Gold Standard. And finally, you can travel close to home to reduce your overall footprint, and you're likely to have a better idea of the local community and how to interact with it. Traveling in your own backyard gives you so much more appreciation for where you are and the beauty surrounding all of us. If we take small steps to protect the planet when we travel, it will have a cumulative effect on our environment for future experiences as travelers. 
Research shows that tourism has the potential to increase public appreciation of the environment and to spread awareness of environmental problems when it brings people into closer contact with nature and the environment. This confrontation may heighten awareness of the value of nature and lead to environmentally conscious behavior and activities to preserve the environment. To be sustainable in the long run, tourism must incorporate the principles and practices of sustainable consumption. In the same way, irresponsible tourism can be harmful to culture. Responsible tourism can bring people together from all walks of life and create an increased appreciation for local culture and tradition. Tourism can be wonderful financially, providing communities with revenue and allowing for conserving sensitive areas through park entrance fees and tourism operations. But it's all about doing things mindfully and sustainably. Mindful, sustainable travel is about taking the time to think about your actions and respecting the place where you are visiting. We must first be aware of our impact in order to show up better. So for this week's Something to Grow On, I'll leave you with a quote by Namuelo Makefa, former director of Cape Town Tourism. And you can ponder this within the next week. Responsible travel is the journey. Sustainable travel is the destination. Whether you're a seasoned traveler or a newbie, there are ways in which we can all do our part to make the planet a better place while getting to experience its beauty and culture. So what are you waiting for? The world is your oyster. Until next time, thanks for joining me, neighbor. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Hometown Earth as much as I did. Let us know by rating and subscribing so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on Tuesday. Head to the show notes linked in the episode description for more details. And let us know in the comments what you want to hear next. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And you can find more about the podcast on Instagram at Hometown Earth or connect with me personally at Lena Saintford. We all know change needs to happen. So let's get started right here at Hometown Earth. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.